Previously on the Arius Adventures. Uh, meanwhile, I'm pretty sure Roshin took down a swamp beast. Push her out the cart. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, I'm already already on an adventure with the hunters, so... You know, if anyone's gonna meet danger first, it'll be us, so... Oh, we do need to find out real quick. Uh, Manny, what are you bringing Kel back to? I think the audience and the rest of us are eagerly awaiting what furry creature I get to destroy. This ugly vulture, like the ugliest vulture that you can even fathom comes out and it just like turns around to Tagoro and just up ahead you spot something out in like a dry patch of ground. There's a thing there. There's something there. Derg stops and looks ahead and he rubs his chin. Uh, 75 feet ahead you see what appears to be like a large a uh, broken caravan that's split in half that is sticking out of the ground. And then suddenly, like, the next step he takes, he immediately sinks down to his waist. Oh, oh, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, sinkhole. Uh, something happened. I feel like something's got, something's got a hold of me. Oh, fuck that. All of a sudden, the ground starts to rumble. Oh, uh-oh. And suddenly, Koth is jerked down under the sand. Oh. Fiora is jumping out of the car and trying, going to try to hold back the brothers. Uh, if no one else will, Roshin can certainly try. And you are caught up with him as he jumps forward into the sand, and the two of you are oh. both quickly oh, pulled down underneath. Well, oh, if I see that, I'm jumping. Oh, God. <laughs> He looks at Garrus, deuces, morphing time. And you're reaching out ahead of you with your hand. You feel a strange but familiar sensation of your fingers passing through what feels like glass. Oh no. That goddamn mirror. Manny, Manny, I talked too much shit about that red dragon and it pulled me back to kick my ass. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I felt like this was gonna happen. Because I talk so much shit. That's like the worst spot to end it. Don't worry. I'm not worried. Welcome back to the mirror. Yay! So, <laughs> so yes, uh, the sand is quickly filling Let's see. I think we had the rest of you guys were in the main chambers mm-hmm. of the room and you had just done a, a sweep like you were searching around and you saw that passageways that you remembered from before had been sealed with stone with clawed markings on them. And we don't know Tagoro is in sand, right? Don't you know don't that. know, but you do know that he is with Rorn and Rorn Who's, wait, I know one of the guys is unconscious. Is it Rorn who's unconscious? No. no. Koth is unconscious. Koth is unconscious, but stable. Nah, I did a healing word. You did a heal and he's good. Yeah. Well, he's stable, but he's not awake. That's he right. He was still asleep when we when we left. It was Roshan and Manny stabilized him. Gotcha, gotcha. So, um, after some searching and looking around... Uh, One of the things that I didn't get to reveal to you yet, but that you do see now are two, three, four, five. So 
you see 10 pillars, five on one wing where the, the one doors are, like one side of the room, and then five pillars on the other side of the room. And you see that they are large chunks of different colored stones. So now in the pillars, there are stones? On these pillars. So like these are pillar pedestals that come up to like waist high. Yeah. And uh, there are stones on them that are different colors. Okay, that's a start. Are all of the little dots around the edge those pillars? And just the others are empty or? The other ones are empty, yeah. So there's just the, the five colors are what you see. Okay. Yeah. So wait, are these like statues? No, they are, they're uh, stones that are sitting on top of these pillared like pedestals. And the stones each are about, mm, about like a foot tall. Okay, I was just asking because in the picture they're they're all statues, so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, This is just representing like what colors are on which pedestal pillar. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, and, and... Given uh, Manny and Roisin, you can just tell by looking at them. These these rocks, these stones, are giving off a lot of magical en- energy. And are they just like floating there? No, or they're, sitting. They they're sitting. They're sitting okay. on top. Yeah. And can they be moved? Do you approach one of them to pick it up? Um, I'm not gonna pick it up, but I will look at it to see if it can be moved or if it looked like it might be moved like if there's okay a break on the um, bottom or if it looks like it's just by moved. looking at it it does look like these stones have been placed on these pillars and they're new we've never yes seen you okay. these were not here before i mean it looks like somebody just took these 10 objects and just ripped these rocks out of wherever they came from and placed them on here. So they're not like carved or they don't look like they've been well-formed. They look like they're just these shards of, of stone and rock of these different colors. So, and um, for the colors that you have, you have black, green, white, blue, red, uh, like a grayish silver, and then you've got like a shiny gold one. Um, you have a coppery looking one, one that's bronze, and one that is brass. Okay, there's a color of the dragons. Do you point that out to the group? Thank God, someone. <laughs> First, Manny will go after inspecting. Okay, well, these are new. And looking at the colors they seem draconic Uh, since the language around here is also draconic and so i think i am thinking that something's connected here can anyone here read draconic uh right now i can (laughs) many now i'm kind of worried about the goro uh been in there for a little bit i'm gonna just kind of point over to the direction we know where Tagoro is. Cast message. Okay. Uh, Tagoro, as as you and your pal are 
trying to like feel along the walls as the sand is pouring in, you get a message from Manny. Uh, hello. <laughs> How's it going in there? We're gonna drown by sand. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Well. <laughs> okay, uh, just hang tight. I'm gonna walk over there. Uh, so he's drowning in sand, guys. Oh, oh shit. It's okay. Don't don't panic too much. I think this should do. I'm gonna hold up my staff right about where the wall is, where it connects. Where you remember the room being? Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna hold the staff out. I'm gonna kind of mutter a few incantations. And I'm gonna trace like an outline of a door mm-hmm. and cast pass wall. <laughs> Ooh, and what does that like a do? little little light kind of trickles around in a, like a square and a 20 foot opening just opens to the other side of the room and I imagine like sand comes out a little bit hey Tagoro sand just so Tagoro as you and uh, Rorn are feeling around all of a sudden like just an opening opens up on the back wall where the altar you know once stood up at and sand just spills out and you see the main large uh sanctuary chamber on the other side and your friends on a scale to one to ten how fun was that ride (laughs) (laughs) i feel like it was like a water ride like the water the sand went out and took us oh okay well i'll leave that to you to decide how much fun that was uh i'm saying we we? Oh, you're saying we? we. Got it. <laughs> 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 uh, Roshin runs up to Tagoro and, and Rorn and hugs them both. He's like, Mr. Tagoro, Mr. Rorn, you're okay. Death will not get us today, young one. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just filled with sand at this point. <laughs> right. Good. Now that we're all together. How long does that uh, opening stay open? Is it like forever or just No, no, away? just one hour. Oh, can I go observe the Fultus room real quick? Oh, yeah. Go ahead and make a... You can do a perception or investigation. Fultus room? No, it's more like Fultus, Fultus sand room. While he does that, I'll take Tagore over and inspect the colored stones and explain to him, like, what we kind of know. So oh, far. yeah, because Tagoro figured out the Roy G. Biv puzzle last time. Maybe he can figure out this puzzle. 16. 16? Um, so I'll go to Garrus first and then come back to Tagoro and Manny. So Garrus... As you look in, you see that this was the Foltis uh, sanctuary, like the little prayer room that you remembered from before. It looks as weathered as the rest of the sanctuary outside does. Uh, but you do see remains of the altar. It looks like the stone altar itself has been like destroyed. The candelabras are now rusted over and, and worn. And uh, the not even the candles that you had left behind before. It looks like this place hasn't seen anybody in thousands of years. That just brings a tear to my old cold heart. 
Oh, buddy. <laughs> out of respect to Foltis, I'll take out my last candle. Aww. I'll place it on the, I guess, the rusted candelabra, and I'll light it and leave a gold coin. High or low? Uh, hi. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so as you do that, the candelabra that you put the last candle on, you see the tarnished and rust start to fade away. Oh. And it starts to, like, the, the candelabra itself, like, everything else remains the same. The room and everything. But the candelabra, uh, I assumed you, like, righted it back up and placed it and everything. So it begins to restore itself with that little flicker of, of a flame that you gave it. And you feel another strange warmth run over you like before when you were able to take off the armor. We're, we're able to take off the helmet. Ooh. Uh, I attempt to declothe. Go for the codpiece. <laughs> uh, what are you going to take off? Uh, I guess my, like, uh, the armor around my arms. Okay, so like your gauntlets? Yeah. Or your arm guards? Yeah, as you go to check that, your gauntlets come free. <gasps> so like, yeah. you are able to see your hands and your wrists. Oh my god! <laughs> or, oh my, Foltus, thank you. I knew it would work again! Thank you, Foltus! You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just so excited. I go and uh, run to uh, Togaro and Roshi. I'm like, look! I can touch people again! I touch Aww. their faces. Roshi is very, very soft, but very, very, very cold. Oh, that's really weird, but oh, I can feel again. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what's happening, but I'm happy for you, Mr. Darius. Oh, that's right. I'm trapped in this armor. Oh! Yep. <laughs> Did I ever tell her that? No! <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so long ago, Roisin... Uh huh. Long ago, Rasheen. Uh huh. Uh, there's this guy who trapped me in this armor, and we won't uh -huh. go into super close details, but I can remove my helmet and my uh, gauntlets, apparently. Well, that's good. Now you yeah. can wash your hands and stuff. I wash your hair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I said that was real important. So yeah, even Fiora is just like, wow, that's awesome. Congratulations. Now we just got to get the rest of all of this off of you. Yeah. But hey, small victories count. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. See, what's so bad about the mirror world? It's helped me out twice now. Oh, I've never been here before. Well, we still need to be careful because Jarvu is walking around and we don't want to run into him. Jarvis? <laughs> Are you guys gonna tell Roshin about Jarvu? Okay. You don't. You don't have to. Like. I um, mean, I would think. Uh, yeah, we do. I we think do. That's so, like, true. As we're like looking around, yeah, he's a dragon. So Tagoro, Manny's been showing you around the different colored pillars and stuff. You see that the large sanctuary is very much like the little room you were trapped in. Everything's worn and weathered away. The 
benches are rotted away. The carpet is faded. It's all sand covered and everything. And there are these pillars with these stones on them. Okay. Now, do the pillars say anything on them? The pillars each themselves do not say anything. It is the the doors that are sealed currently that had like the omit like the words of Jarvu. Okay, so when I go over to the words, do mm-hmm. any of them say anything about colors or types of dragons or anything like that? The two doors on the right and left sides directly that the pillars are each in front, you know, like those doors that lead into those hallways that lead to the smaller rooms. Okay. So those two doors say that these rooms are dedicated to the once great and powerful of his kind. That's not helpful. (laughs) And can I open the doors or no? Remember, those are sealed by stone. Okay. What kind of stone? Like granite, heavy slabs of stone. We look. What kind of dragon was Jarvu? Red. A red dragon. So he's either first or last. Hmm. Well, I'm thinking that we have to organize maybe the stones in a certain way. And I remember last time we were here to get out, we have to get that book. Yeah, but somebody tells me that it's not going to be that simple to get the, getting this book this time. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I was just I, thinking, like, if there's one particular door that says that, like, greatest of his kind or whatever, then maybe try to match that door to the color dragon that he is. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, if it's greatest of his kind, if he's... Ancient red. If he's red, that means he's red, blue, green, yellow which is all the bad ones. So all those colors, not not the metallic dragons you would use. So do we switch the red one over there? Yeah, I would put all, all the red, I would put all the chromatic with west side and all metallic on one side. I would also mind you, last time we did something similar to this, uh, they were booby trapped. Uh, so maybe we should do, like, Mage Hand? Well, I can't, I cannot pick up, I can't pick up those stones, they're too heavy. For Mage, Mage Hand. Okay. Uh, which stone are you reaching for? I'm not reaching for anything yet. Oh, okay. I'm not reaching for anything yet. Yet. (laughs) Yet. Until somebody gives me the go. The thing is, is... I could use telekinesis to move them, but it would take some magic. And... I'll go for the blue. I've already kicked his ass. Well, well hold on. Okay. I think you should uh, go do, you, red. do you just reach for it, Tagoro? Or do you do you just go ahead and, despite their warnings, do you go and pick it up? No. Oh, okay. I think you, <laughs> Cassie, you are I was too just... excited for one of us to pick one of these up. <laughs> I was just double checking because Garrison and Manny were trying to stop him. So I was just making sure, like, does he continue or does he wait, heed their warnings? 
Hmm. So how do we like check and see if they're? I mean, we know they're magical. They're like super duper magic. Should we like India Jones this? Like, <laughs> I mean, I could dispel magic. I, Tommy tells me that's not gonna work. Okay, well, first off, hold on. What if we do solve this? Okay, and it last time we solved something like this, it teleported us to that arena, mm-hmm. and then we had to fight something. Well, it didn't teleport us, it spawned a portal. Right, and then it put us in the arena. So, I'm afraid that if it does that again, we're not going to have a chance to prepare ourselves. See what I'm saying? Um, There's not a whole lot else to do here, is there? Is there anywhere else we can go? Not really. Alright, Tagoro, if you want to... God help you! (laughs) we'll be right back after a quick break greetings listener i'm your community innkeeper ginger here to talk to you about our sponsors our first sponsor are our friends over at awesome dice They have you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs, like these really cool Thunder of Dragons hollow metal dice. From metal and gemstone to their specialty dice, you can easily find the right set to give you the advantage on your next game session. Make sure to visit awesomedice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. Add more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice today and gain the advantage in all your rolls. Next up are our friends at Elderwood Academy. They have all you need to add to your D&D gaming experience. They create beautiful hex chest dice boxes, dice trays, dice towers, and many other unique products in their store. I like to use the Codex Dice Tower to roll all my fireball damage into my scroll rolling tray. You can find all their epic accessories and more at elderwoodacademy.com. Get your Codex Dice Tower today and let them know Party Advantage sent you. We also want to thank our friend Nim Toasthater for the use of his amazing homebrew content and items in the show. You can find him all over social media, including Twitter, and his own Discord server, by following the links in the episode description. And now, we're on Patreon! Want to gain even more party advantage? Support us on Patreon and gain access to regular behind-the-scenes content, special interviews with the cast, exclusive Discord channels within our server, ad-free episodes, and so much more. Don't miss out on all the fun. Roll initiative. And finally, make sure to check us out on all the social media for more Rampact fun. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook using at PartyAdvantage and on our own website, PartyAdvantagePod.com. Hey folks, stick around after the episode for a peek at our Patreon behind the DM screen, where community innkeeper Ginger sits down with myself and Kyle to talk about episode 15, Setting Out Again. You can find all this and more exclusively on our Patreon. And now, back to the episode. All right, so Tagoro, you reach for the blue one, yes? Yes. So as you reach over for the blue one, you feel 
kind of like a crackling, rippling sensation of lightning like you felt Jesus before. Jesus Christ. Well, at least he's a but it doesn't. Lightning. It doesn't, yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't hurt you. Uh, it, it feels kind of like, uh, I don't know, like a light tingling sensation. And as you do, the pillar uh, glows and then the door on the west side mm-hmm. of the room where between the white and yellowish Mm-hmm. pillars over there that slab begins to glow and you hear a grinding sound as that slab rolls away okay so like the rocks are keys but it opened uh one of the doors opened uh the okay. the let me circle it for you i let go of the stone does that it closes open? No, when you op- when you set the stone back down, the slab rolls back into place. Okay, so I just got to keep the stone on me. Yes. Okay. Okay, hold hold on to that. Um, snap <laughs> my fingers. Mm-hmm. Kel will pop by me. Ah! Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why don't you go hop over there, you little disgusting vulture? And <laughs> wow, poor Kel. I offer you as tributes. Go take a look over there for me. <laughs> Kel hops on over there, and I'll look through his eyes. You know okay, this so. could be considered animal abuse. <laughs> so uh, this is the door that opens, the one I circled for you. So that's the one that opens, and you send Kel into that hallway. Yeah, he's kind of like hopping the vulture hop. <laughs> so like before you see one two three four five doors before you if you remember these were the doors that had like that each led into like the roy g biv rooms yeah last time they had various altars to various different gods from all over areas now you see that new doors are erected in front of each of these five rooms and they have names on them. I'm gonna push him a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. And I'll read one of the names. One name that you read is the name, let me type it in here for you. So the to- starting from the top and working our way around. So room one has the name Lendis. Room two, has the name Dakoth. Room three has the name Steve. What? <laughs> Room Can we just three? have one one thing just named Steve? <laughs> no. <laughs> Marhavar. Excuse me. <laughs> I would love to have Roshin uh, pronounce these names. <laughs> uh, the 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 room four has the name Vanathar. Is that the right one? Yes. Yes, Vanathar. And room five. Steve. No, it's not. <laughs> I do have a name. There it is. Maros. I'm like, where did you go? Maros. Maros. Yes. So these are uh, the five names you see on each door. Does Manny say these names out loud? Yeah, I'm saying them out loud. Reading them Religion out loud. Okay. check. Yeah. <laughs> Can I also make any history or 
Uh, Manny, go ahead and make a history check. Garrus, you can make a religion check. And then Roshin and Tagoro, if either of you want to try your hand at any sort of check, you can as well. Tagoro, you're still holding onto the stone, yes? Yeah. Okay. What did you get, Manny? I got an eight. Oh, buddy. Uh, Garrus, what did you get? Eighteen. Okay, Garrus. In old writings from your tribe long, long ago, your mother had kept very old records that had been passed down through generations from your family line. And they were names of dragon gods. Okay. A couple of the names that particularly stood out to you as Manny's reading them out is the name Vanathar. And you remember being told that Vanathar was the green dragon god of music and merriment. Oh, that's cool. The other name that sticks out to you is Lendus. Okay. Lendus was the dragon god of balance and justice and was also uh, the forebearer of the entire blue dragon race. Okay. And is that blue dragon? Is the door mm-hmm. open for the blue dragon? That door? Uh, it is not, but if you would like to have Tagoro proceed forth, like as you're saying all of this, Tagoro can go up to the door and see what happens. Question. Mm-hmm. With uh, Kel's perception check, do you happen to see like pedestals or like maybe like a stand or something in front of the doors there is nothing in front of the doors except for just those names carved directly onto them we we probably have to like approach them with the stone and then put the stone like inside the room i will uh click out of kel Mm -hmm. and kel will kind of go back into his plane well, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of names. I don't really know who they are. Uh, they're dragon gods, Manny. Oh, okay. Yeah, each of them has a corresponding color, it seems. Uh, I only know of two, however. <laughs> News alert, I kicked one of his kid's ass. Uh, so there's a dragon room for each dragon rock? It looks like it. Maybe we gotta put all the dragon rocks in the right dragon rooms, and maybe the dragons will be happy yeah. and let us go. And, like, match the colors? Yeah, so we could put the blue in the blue and the green in the green and stuff. Well, the only problem is that the doors won't... It seems like when Tagoro has the blue... The blue uh, dragon stone, the blue dragon room won't open. So maybe maybe we have to get closer. Yeah, maybe he just gotta walk up to it. Like a key. Shall we proceed? Okay. I so, Tagoro, you head to the... Okay, yeah, the first room, so the room on top. And as you approach it, the name Lendis begins to glow and crackle with lightning and that blue color. And you hear grinding of stone as the uh, doorway opens up into this small room. And you see there is a large... Uh, round hammered like shield with an engraved blue dragon on it and directly below that is a pedestal that is empty put stone on pedestal 
So as you do that, I, uh, I'm not in the room with him. You're not in the room with him. I'm okay. just like standing back, shield out. <laughs> shield out just in case. I'm All just right. like outside of the room, keeping an eye on him. If he drops, I heal him. Roshin, are you still out in the main sanctuary area? Uh, yeah, just kind of poking around. So you see, as as that stuff is going on in that room, you see, you know where the carpet in the center of the image is? Mm-hmm. Where it ends up at the top where that red square is? Yeah. You see a golden pedestal appear. Ooh. Hey guys, there's a shiny thing out here. It just spoofed. Huh? A, a golden table. Oh. Shiny gold table. <laughs> like one of the fancy tables that all the others are on. Manny will walk over. Yeah, you see Roshin excitedly pointing at this very finely crafted golden pedestal. See a fancy table. Awesome. So that is, that's one door down. Okay, well, uh, let's try doing the green one next, I guess, right? I touch it. Okay, oh I was, was going to okay. do it, but okay. You gotta let some other people do some of the other well, ones. Well, Garrus, why don't you, why don't you do, like, the red one? Why? I mean, if we can get more than one going. You know what, Garrus, you can oh. have the green one. Okay. I mean, technically, this the dragon god of music and Mary bit, so Manny should technically grab it. <laughs> I don't think I could pick that up. Oh, please. Garris, use those new sweet hands of yours. Girl, you're a little crazy if you think I'm going to risk nerve damage from picking this thing up. I'm going to pull up my gauntlets again. <laughs> and then pick it up. Baby. Uh, so, Garris, are you picking up the green one? Yeah. As you lift it, it also, just as the blue one did, the pedestal and everything, it all begins to glow. Mm-hmm. Brilliant green. And you don't feel like a tingling, crackling sensation, but you do feel kind of like a... Let me guess, poison? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> poison. But... There's also a strange faint accompaniment that you hear of uh, of music in your head that you hear. Oh, that's somewhat soothing as I slowly die away <laughs> from poison. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so do you step into the little hall and go to the green room? Yes, please. Okay. So you walk to door number four, which is the bottom uh, left one. And it opens for you, and you see a similar round shield-looking object with a green dragon on it and a pedestal waiting. I put it on. You put it on. And that is door number four uh, has been dealt with. Roshin, has anything changed outside? Roshin you see a small little crystal book stand now appear upon the pedestal. Oh, I don't know what it is, but it's a shiny thingy on the shiny <laughs> table. I like how Rashid's just like having like popcorn and a show over there. And yeah. Just like carefully <laughs> moving these statues over and slowly dying from them. Oh dang, I should have done the green one. I'm immune to poison. <laughs> 
Oh, God dang it. God damn. That's awesome. That's like the best line so far. That is great. I just, it just occurred to me because I was like, so all of these have elemental damage. Am I immune or like, you know, invulnerable or whatever? To, oh, I'm immune to poison. That one's already done. Hmm. My bad. <laughs> that one's on me. It's, it's all good, Roshi. We'll, we'll keep that in mind for later. Oh, man. That's great. All right. So if all these are elemental damage, Black is uh, calling my name because that's most likely necrotic damage. It possibly could be, yes. <laughs> Maybe. I, yeah, we just have to start moving these stones around until yeah, the doors open. Like, pick them up and walk towards doors. So, right? which which color stone is being picked up next? Should I just pick up the black one? Because I'm uh, not immune, but I resist necrotic damage. You can. Well, sure. black dragons are oh, acid. They're not necrotic. Mm. Just letting you know. As your new hand melts away. <laughs> Damn. Anybody immune or resistant to acid damage? Nope. Could okay. Manny pick up one of these? Are you gonna try? I mean, does it look like Manny could? He's. I mean, they're only like a foot tall. If he's three foot tall and he's not very strong at all. Hey, Manny, the only way you're gonna know is if you go and try, buddy. Yeah, I'll pick up the red one. You pick up the red one, and you're, I mean, like, it's not that heavy, uh, but it is okay. hot as balls as it begins to glow. It doesn't burn you, but it's very, it's like that almost borderline uncomfortable hot. Mm. And as you do, that left side door still stays open, so you just have to pick a door. You have doors two, three, or five to go up to. It's the red dragon. Uh, it's the red uh, dragon, Manny. But which one is the red dragon? The names on the doors were door number two had the name Dekoth, door number three had Marhavar, and door number five had the name Maros. What was the check that you asked us to make again? Or asked? Uh, history or religion? Can I make another religion check? Not right now. Mine are both. <laughs> I'll just I'll just start with door number two and start seeing if any I of the doors will activate. Something tells me that's not a good idea. Ten. I so got eighteen. You got an eighteen. So Roshin, as you're pondering over those last three those three names, Manny's walking to door number two. Right? Daycon? Yeah. So, you remember your mama when you were a really little cub talking about uh, telling your father a story. They were discussing something and it was more serious. Uh, she had thought like you little cubs were all asleep, but you had stayed awake. Mm. And they were talking about old stories um, from long ago. And you remember uh, mama mentioning Dacoth the Corrupter and how he had wreaked havoc in the old days across the Kitsune and Feylands. And Manny, as you approach the, the Dacoth door, the stone in your hand begins to burn horribly. 
and you are hit with a blast of fire in your hands. Hmm. As the stone seems to just like burst into flames. Bring it. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Wrong door. And Roshin, you remember Papa nodding in agreement as Dacoth the Corrupter was known as the Black Dragon. Dacoth the 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 doc doctor Dirk Dacoth the D was black. Good to know. I just Garrus, that one's for you. Okay. I pick up the black statue. <laughs> so you How's pick it up. Feel? You pick up. It it feels terrible. This one has acid damage. Uh, uh, does acid. So yeah, it, it's more of like uh, a searing, buzzing sensation running. You know, like you can feel it almost eating away at the metal in your hands. Uh, do I have to make like a strength check or something no, to keep a hold no. of it? No, you're still able to hold it. The thing is, is like it's only going to do something when you take it up to the wrong door. Right now, it's okay. just uncomfortable when you hold it. So yeah, I so, go to that door and I put it into uh, uh, door number two. And with that, like the other two doors, uh, that one opens up, and you see the inside of the room is just this like slick black stone, and there's. Uh, again, the uh, uh, black, oily-looking shield with a dragon etched into it and an empty pedestal. And you set the, the stone on it, and Roshin out uh, in the hall, you see upon the bookstand, a large tome appears. There's a book! <laughs> 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 I'm helping! <laughs> Cassie, I have an 18 on religious check. Do I know any oh of those my magic God. names? How the fuck? I can post the picture right here, bitches. Where's that? Yeah, I mean, I have a negative one to my all of my intelligence rolls, and I still roll an 18, so. Where'd right. go, man? Yeah. Holy shit. That is insane. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So with that, uh, Manny, do you finally pick up? Do you pick your redstone back up? All disgruntled. No. No, you just leave it on the ground for right now. Yeah, I walk out. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, fuck this. I'm done. Manny's just like, nope, fuck that. Yep. Uh, Garrus, when you get a second, could you heal me? Huh? Not big guy. Uh, maybe. You're the team healer. Waited. You're the team yeah, you are the team healer. <laughs> yeah, but who is impatient and not listen to our teammates? Oh, shit. All right. So while that spat is going on, uh, Tagoro, as you're running through these names and Manny's dusting himself off and grumbling as he storms back out into the sanctuary, you're saying these last two names kind of like over and over, Marhavar and Maros, Marhavar and Maros. And <laughs> brain blast. <laughs> and you remember your wolven elders speaking of. <laughs> I don't know how you understood them, but you did. 
but they spoke of the old days when they once roamed the icy tundras of the Frostback Ridge and the cold giant lands of Skaros. And long ago, there was a legendary white queen whose name was Maros, the goddess of warriors. I grab mm -hmm. the white one and go to Maros. Okay, so you go to the Maros door? Yes. Does it feel like ethereal? Oh, or like... it is very cold when you pick oh, the ice. stone up. Yeah. I mean, technically, we could just keep this forever, and we can make <laughs> learn to make ice cream. And we could all oh retire yeah, <laughs> and live down here forever. Oh my god, we could just take all of these, and like the fire one could be our stove. This is our ice cream maker. That would be so oh. disrespectful. <laughs> Cool. So yes, uh, you approach the door with the name Maros on it, and it opens for you. And inside, it is covered in snow, and there is a marble white shield with a white dragon upon it, and a pedestal. Put it on the pedestal. <laughs> that means the last one's a red one. Well, not necessarily. Huh? What? What do you well, mean? Oh, well, what happened in the middle? Oh, in the middle, you see a shard of glass appear on the front cover of the book, Roisin. Uh, glass on the book! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Roisin. You're welcome! Manny, you gonna take that last it's one? The last one for this side it's your birthright. Is the red one. Garrus has the red one. Yeah, I have the red ones in my hand. You picked up the red one. Manny. Manny's walking towards the book. You're okay, Don't. so you're going to inspect the book. The book. <laughs> so Garrus, you approach the last door then? Yeah. Okay. Um, as you do, it lights up and rolls open for you. And okay, this thank room God. Is, yep. <laughs> this room also uh is complete with a red shield with a dragon on it and a pedestal cool and now i'm gonna quickly exit the door just in case i get trapped in here and get covered by sand <laughs> so roshin and manny looking at the pedestal and the book upon it another shard of glass appears and it looks like it's two halves of glass that fuse together to make one whole mini mirror on the front of the book and uh, that's what you see. So there is a whole other set of pillars and a whole other side of, of doors. I want to do one. Uh, so it looks like you have finished what is known as the chromatic side of the dragons. Okay. Roisin runs to pick up the gold one because it's the prettiest and shiniest. Uh. So you pick up the gold one. Yeah. As you do, the door on the right rolls away and opens to reveal a hallway with five doors. And the gold one in your hand is very, very warm. That's nice. Just just be careful with it. Okay, I'll go over and I'll read the names. R Roshin, listen, if you go through the wrong door, you're going to get hit with the element that you're holding. So please be patient, okay? Okay. She she starts to walk through the door. She's like, I'll read the names, I'll read the names. And she stops, she turns around, she's like, I can't read. 
I'll go with her. I'll go with her. <laughs> well, I can only read, so I will read. Them. I can't read. <laughs> I'll grab another stone. Okay, which stone are you picking up? The silver one. So Roisin has the gold one and Manny has the silver one. All right. So let me get these room names ready. Uh, we have... <laughs> so room one has the name Paul. Room two has the name Krona. Room three has the name Garrix. Hey, it's almost Garrix. <laughs> We're room, cousins. <laughs> room four. He went all mainstream with the dragons and it just became awkward. <laughs> uh, we have the name Astalabor. And the last room has the name Bahamut. Hey, that sounds familiar. And that is where we will pause for the night. Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on our very own website, www.partyadvantagepod.com, where you can find cast and character bios, along with updates for special announcements and events. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage for fun posts and episode updates. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back in two weeks for more Aries adventures as the Ram Pack continues their journey. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then. the community innkeeper ginger and it's my job to you know do all the fun behind the scenes community stuff and hopefully get the community more involved in the podcast Uh, i would also like to add you also help keep me on task and organized now that our community has been expanding and growing (laughs) yeah and i should do a better job of that i i really should you know what you know what's really nice it's just being able to have our like little check off room where i can Mm -hmm. just like okay this is what am i am i doing good ginger you're doing great (laughs) cassie and then i walk away like freaking son of a yo my damn it (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm kidding no you're doing fantastic in your own words fantastic um this is party advantage behind the dm screen where we get to know our cast our dm and our community a little bit better today we have our dm cassie and our wonderful manny slash kyle to talk about episode 15, 15, setting out again. 
so um, this is after the party has met up with the illustrious yet elusive Farron. Uh, gotten some gifts from him and a little bit of a mystery and uh, then went back to the orc camp, uh, made a trade for, a really lucrative trade, food for safety (laughs) and started making their way to what is known as the Scar. Am I correct there? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so we're going to talk about what happened on the way there and... uh, Maybe maybe some feelings that Manny <laughs> might be having and some shenanigans that Cassie might be planning. So hi guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. I, how up? how are you? Oh good. I'm well. That's, that's great. Let's let's get down to some some questions about the episode. Because right. I really I, I need to know things. Um <laughs> there's there's right uh that's the best part like i really want i really want to get the cast give the cast the ability to ask the dm questions too more or less the dm can go but yeah uh it's still fun to you know try it's fun to watch them try (laughs) kyle i can't remember if this was your comment or someone else's but is there any way you can describe to us how one bananas something into something else? Yeah, that was me. Um, I so, thought so. So the reason I, you know, I I'm good with ad libbing and uh, just coming up with random words. Yeah. So when I said that, even when I was editing, I was like, "What did I mean by that?" I think like. Because horns are shaped kind of like bananas. That was sure. my main thought. I think that was a good visual representation of like putting something in horizontally. I don't know what I was yeah. going there. <laughs> okay. But I thought banana was going to be a good a good notation. And I think listening back to it, I feel like it's, uh, <laughs> I, I, got, I got the picture. And I think that's what D&D is all about. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Cassie? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. I was just going to say the only differences between a banana and a horn is one has a wider base. So what do you do when you get to that widened base? I feel like the point of bananaing, <laughs> as opposed to just like dropping something in is that you go like point first. Because if you hold a banana like in a moon shape and you just try to drop it in, you do have that wider base, right? But if you go in, like, I'm really trying to analyze this. I don't think you realize how long I spent going like, like, you know, just with a banana in a bag going, okay, how does, how do you, how do you know? Anyway, uh, but. Oh my God, that's great. (laughs) Yeah, just like, just like trying. So I think you go like, instead of just trying to drop it in, you specifically start point first and curve it as you're putting it into the bag. Exactly. I, I, okay i think i understand that now right because if you were just to like lay the horn on the bag it wouldn't work you gotta, right exactly you, you know, can't just like shake the bag first. and you don't want to jump in, up and down on top of it like it was suggested because then you'll break the horn so yeah exactly. okay. and if you if you just put it straight down it's curved so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the bag doesn't really curve around it or whatever yeah yeah yeah. 